ओम ज्ञान चिमिरंधस्यलाकाया we just sang Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's uh, one of his famous songs praying for the mercy of the Vaishnava Vaishnava Acharyas Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is known as he's prayed to as Rupanugavar. We pray to him Rupanugavarayate unto you who are the greater or the best of the followers of Rupa Goswami. I wanted to sing this because I was thinking to speak on this Prabhupada has written this nectar of instruction he's translated and given a purport to the Sri Upadeshamrita he's translated as the nectar of instruction of Srila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada Prabhupada's preface to this nectar of instruction is extraordinarily rich in instruction it is a nectar of instruction in itself and every line of this preface is so pregnant with meaning that we could discuss it of course that's true of all of every line in Prabhupada's books and every syllable of Shastra but anyway personally I find this preface to the nectar of instruction uh, extremely meaningful and relevant in our lives as we as we or if we at all we are to dedicate our lives in the service of Krishna so let's read this preface the, the Krishna consciousness movement is conducted under the supervision of Srila Rupa Goswami ok there's a hundred books right there could be written as a purport to this Prabhupada said my disciples will write purports to my purports it's an unlimited endeavor the Krishna conscious movement is conducted under the supervision of Srila Rupa Goswami so the, each word so much can be said the Krishna conscious movement not a Krishna consciousness movement the, the Krishna conscious movement a Krishna conscious movement could mean anyone it could mean there are many but Prabhupada is speaking about a specific movement a specific Krishna conscious and then Krishna when we're saying Krishna who are we talking about is it Duryodhana's concept of Krishna or Mahatma Gandhi's concept of Krishna or Shankaracharya's concept of Krishna which Krishna we uh, the TV Mahabharat this Krishna is that this no he's right you're right not that Krishna is it the uh, Govinda 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 you go to your Tirupa, Tirumala they're calling out Govinda go but they're saying Krishna 
most people they don't even they, they, they don't know anything whether he's they say Govinda but they think that this Krishna is it's like, it's like a ATM you put some money in and you, you put your card in and you get some money out so you put 100 rupees in you get a thousand rupees out it's a good business deal so that not that Krishna it's not who Rupa Goswami came to teach us about and then what is Krishna consciousness first we should know who is Krishna that we are endeavoring who is this Krishna is it our imagined Krishna or some imagination that we have imposed upon Krishna so that's well just just on the word Krishna well millions of books can be written on that and then consciousness what is Krishna consciousness Krishna bhakti rasa bhavita matihi Rupa Goswami has said as Prabhupada has derived this term Krishna consciousness as an abbreviation or a transposition of Srila Rupa Goswami's words Krishna Bhakti Rasabhavita Matihi in at least some Indian languages Krishna consciousness is translated back from English as Krishna Bhavana so Bhavana means what does that mean? Uh, thought how do you translate that in English uh, thought with feeling feelings like that it also suggests uh, it's not just feelings but it's asakti attachment and and concentrated concentration upon so Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhav Rasa so from the word Krishna consciousness we have we have this includes Bhakti Rasa Bhavana so Rupa Goswami he's written his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu to discuss all these points so the Krishna consciousness alright we're just skipping over here otherwise it's difficult to get past the first word but I'm I'm just going quickly then movement, Krishna consciousness movement. It's not just I'll sit under a tree by myself and be Krishna conscious. It's a movement. There's a mission. It's many devotees together. The Krishna conscious movement is conducted. So the word is means present tense, and it's it's not was conducted. Not that Krishna has died, Rupa Goswami has died. Is con- Prabhupada has died. It's a, Prabhupada said this so many things in 1970s but now we are the Acharyas so the Krishna conscious movement was conducted at that time now I am here so no need of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Vyasadeva, Rupa Goswami all the Acharyas now I am here so I can tell you better what to do no the Krishna conscious movement is today also the actual Krishna conscious movement is conducted. <coughs> conducted means, as another word will come up, supervision. Conducted under. This is, this is in such an important word. Under, under. Whereas material life means always trying to be over. 
I am the overlord. Ishwaraham aham bhogi. I am on top. I am on top. I am on top of the world. Vaishnavas don't aspire to be on top of the world. They aspire to be under the shelter of the dust of the lotus feet of Srila Rupa Goswami. So under the supervision, not a super, imagine it any way you like, but specifically the supervision. Anyway, I'm just trying to give some idea of how every one of these words, one devotee was telling me they were, last Kartik, they were, they wanted to do a series of lectures on Dhammadarashtakam. So what's the first word? Namamishram. So after a few days they hadn't got past the first syllable. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the Christian conscious movement is conducted under the supervision of Srila Rupa Goswami. So we read that, okay. And then it's like, you know, you read a newspaper and you read it like speed reading. I've got to cram it all in and, you know, then I can say I read it all and then I can get my Bhakti Shastra. And let's... Gopi Puranadana Prabhu, did I listen to his lectures on the Srimad Bhagavatam underview. Generally we're interested in overviews. We think, <laughs> let's just... Let's just... It's... Tr- Twelve cantos, let's just cram it all in and then take some notes and then go to the Bhakti Shastri, get up and I'm a Bhakti Shastri. I know the Srimad Bhagavatam. I'm an expert. But he was doing an underview course. That means in one month I think he was attempting to do how many shlokas was that? One chapter maybe. Oh no, three years, three years. One chapter in three years. Examining, examining every word how how all each how the words all interact how the acharyas have commented how Prabhupada has commented so this is an underview this Chaitanya Mahabhru says what is that mm, Krishna Tula Bhagavat Vibhu Sarva Shroy Prati what is it Prati Shloke Prati Akkare Nana Artha Koi it's Srimad Bhagavatam is or same level as Krishna actually is Krishna is all powerful and can give shelter to everyone and every verse and every syllable has so many meanings many many meanings so we have to read so many we have to learn so many things but when we've when we've read it all he said, now I read all of Prabhupada's books. Then you can start reading them again. Then you'll understand you didn't read anything. And I oh, read again. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that last time. Then you have to read again and again and again. So, anyway, we'll read now. Otherwise, we won't get... It's not a three-year course. It's a... It's a life after life course but this installment is just I wanted to read through the preface alright I'll read through the preface the Krishna consciousness movement is conducted under the supervision of Srila Rupa Goswami 
The Gauriya Vaishnavas or Bengali Vaishnavas are mostly followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What does that mean? They're mostly followers. They're not all followers. Who can say why is that? Sahajyas? Any other suggestions? Hmm? Shaktiya. Well, they're not Vaishnavas. Actually, Vaishnavas are the best Shaktas. No, what I deduce from this is that the actual Gorya Vaishnavas, there's, they're all under Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but some are specifically under Nityananda Prabhu and Advaita Prabhu. You'll find in Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's Nityananda Shaka, Advaita Shaka, Gadadha Shaka, like this. So, um, those who are specifically in the line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at the higher level, they're, uh, they're serving in the Madhur, serving with Madhur Rati or Madhur Ras. Whereas the followers of Nityananda Prabhu, they're in Sakyaras. So, it could be understood like this. Or it could be understood. Well, even the Upasampradayas, that's the problem with. They claim to be followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but they're not. Anyway, the Gorya Vaishnavas or Bengali Vaishnavas are mostly followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of whom the six Goswamis of Vrindavan are direct disciples. So this is big discussion also. What does it mean that the six Goswamis are direct disciples? Anyway, therefore Srila Narotam Das Thakur has sung Rupa Raghunata Pade Hoibe Akuti Kabe Hama Bhujboshe Jugala Piriti When I am eager to understand the literature given by the Goswamis, then I shall be able to understand the transcendental loving affairs of Radha and Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in order to bestow upon human society the benediction of the science of Krishna, the most exalted of all the activities of Lord Krishna are his pastimes of conjugal love with the gopis. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in the mood of Srimati Radharani, the best of the gopis. Therefore, to understand the mission of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and follow in his footsteps, one must very follow, one must very seriously follow in the footsteps of the six Goswamis, Sri Rupa Sanatana Bhattaraghunath, Sri Jiva Gopala Bhatta, and Das Raghunath. Sri Rupa Goswami was the leader of all the Goswamis, and to guide our activities, he gave us this Upadeshamrita, the nectar of instruction to follow. As Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left behind him the eight verses known as Shikshashtaka, Rupa Goswami gave us Upadeshamrita so that we may become pure Vaishnavas. In all spiritual affairs, one's first duty is to control his mind and senses. So, I was saying that each line is so important. So, I mean, Get this one. In all spiritual affairs, one's first duty is to control his mind and senses. Unless one controls his mind and senses, one cannot make any advancement in spiritual life. 
everyone within this material world is engrossed in the modes of passion and ignorance. One must promote himself to the platform of goodness, Satvagun, by following the instructions of Rupa Goswami and then everything concerning how to make further progress will be revealed. Advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the follower. A follower of the Krishna consciousness movement should become a perfect Goswami. Vaishnavas are generally known as Goswamis. In Vrindavan this is the title by which the director of each temple is known. One who wants to become a perfect devotee of Krishna must become a Goswami. Go means the senses and Swami means the master. Unless one controls his senses and mind one cannot become a Goswami. To achieve the highest success in life by becoming a, a Goswami and then a pure devotee of the Lord one must follow the instructions known as Upadesha Amrita, which have been given by Srila Rupa Goswami. Srila Rupa Goswami has given many other books, such as Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Vidagda Madhava, and Lalita Madhava. But Upadesha Amrita constitutes the first instructions for neophyte devotees. One should follow these instructions very strictly, then it will be easier to make one's life successful. Hare Krishna. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, September the 20th, 1975, Vishwarup Mahotsav, Krishna Balaram Mandir, Raman Reti, Vrindavan, India. So, that's a very powerful dose, and it continues. Text 1. Vacho vegam manasakrodha vegam jiva vegam udaropasta vegam etan vegam yo vishaheta dhira sarvam sarvam apimam prithivim sasishat. A sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urges of the tongue belly and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. Anyway, let's go back to the preface. There's so much in here. I wanted to take it up uh, from this one one sentence here which is should be the guide guide for, or it's the key for making advancement in Krishna consciousness. Advancement in Krishna consciousness depends upon. So this is, want to make advancement in Krishna consciousness? Here, here's the key. It depends on the attitude of the follower. Advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the follower. And then after this, Srila Prabhupada talks about how a follower of the Krishna conscious movement should become a perfect Goswami. Now when Prabhupada says the, the advancement depends on the attitude, you can just think, well, that that means my mood, then just whatever, I, I just feel like being Krishna conscious. But, but here Prabhupada has said that one's attitude 
should be to become a perfect Goswami, controlling the mind and senses, which leads us directly into the first instruction of Upadeshamrita, how one should control the mind, the senses, the pushing, the urgings of the mind and the senses. Sometimes we hear devotees uh, saying that, well, in the in this Upadeshamrita, it's recommended that we should just live at Radha Kund. So why don't we just all go and do that? Well, that's at the end of Upadeshamrita. And yes, excellent, we should all do it. But first we should follow the first verse. Let's get it in the right order. Not that we go to Radha Kund with our uncontrolled mind and senses. And we can never go anywhere near Radha Kund. You may think, I'm living in Radha Kund. But you've never, you've never seen. We cannot see. That's Radha Kund. Unless our vision is purified. Here, Prabhupada quotes, Rupa Raghunatha Pade Hoibe Akuti Kopehama Bhujbursay Jugala Puriti by understanding the literature given by the Goswamis, beginning with this Upadeshamrita, then we can understand what are the loving affairs of Radha and Krishna. Rupa, um, what is that? Bishoy Charya Kabe Shuddha Habeman Tabe Hamaherabo Shri Vrindavan. In this same song, the Prabhupada is quoting from the Rotam Das Thakur says, when we give up all desires for sense gratification, the mind becomes actually pure then we can actually see Vrindavan. Otherwise, we may think, I'm going to Vrindavan. We should, we should go to Vrindavan as a follower of the six Goswamis. Not like Agasura, Bakasura, Putana. They also went to Vrindavan. But their attitude was, let us kill Krishna. So one who wants to go to Vrindavan to enjoy his senses, then they're not a follower of Rupa Goswami. They're a they're a follower of Agha, Bhaka, Putana and others in that Sampradaya. That's an upper Sampradaya. They were also in contact with Krishna, but that is not, that is not Anukul Yena. It's not Anukul. It's not favorable for developing love of Krishna. So one's advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the Goswami. And Prabhupada says, depends on the, sorry, depends on the attitude of the follower. So, what does it mean to be a follower? Follower means that one <coughs> accepts that I, I have to. It's, it's not enough just to say yes, I'm a member of the Krishna conscious movement. To actually be a member, one has to follow. Otherwise, what does it mean? You can have tilak. But it's just like by putting a cross, you don't become a Christian. By wearing a cross or by saying, I'm a member of the local Baptist chapel. Does it really make you a Christian? One has to follow. So it's not just by putting tilak. Or it's not just by being born in a Vaishnava family. We used to hear in the 1970s and 1980s in India... People used to say, well, I'm a born Hindu. You're a converted Hindu. That was they're giving their blessing. That's more, they were being more merciful because others were saying, you cannot become a Hindu. In your, maybe in your next life you can become a Hindu. But others, they were more liberal and they would say, well, 
I'm a born Hindu and you're a converted Hindu. They accepted you're a Hindu, but you're a converted Hindu. Of course, we don't want to be a Hindu. Sarvopadivinir muktam tatparatvena nirmalam rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhaktir uchyate. We want to be free of all these bodily designations. So this idea that one is a devotee just because he's born and one may think, well, my parents are Vaishnav. Does that make you a Vaishnav, Hanuman? Your parents are devotees. Does that make you a devotee? No. See, very good. You have to actually be a devotee. Just like your parents may be doctors. They may, but if you, someone comes up and says, Oh, my father has to have heart surgery. It's going to cost $50,000. If someone says, well, I'll do it for you for $5,000. What's what's your qualification? Well, my parents were doctors. <laughs> so, you know, I've got the kitchen. I've got a knife and fork here. And uh, only $5,000. Well, some people would go for it. You know, make the will and turn them over. But... Uh, It's illegal to practice medicine. You can't practice medicine because my my parents were both doctors and my grandparents on both sides were also doctors. You have to become qualified also. So we may say, well, my parents are devotees, so I am a no. One has to actually be a follower. You may say, I am initiated. I am a Prabhupada disciple. I know better than you. You have to follow. You are fortunate enough to come in contact with Prabhupada. But if, if we don't follow, then what does it mean to be a disciple? Is it, you, you sat in a ceremony 30 years ago or more. But disciple means chokudana dilo jai janme janme prabhupada. In every life one has to be a follower. So it's not that one, it, it, it becomes a prestige symbol. I was initiated by Prabhupada. I don't follow anything, but I'm a Prabhupada disciple. Then what does it mean? I've been a devotee for 20 years. Well, you're very lucky. You've been a devotee. We're all, in my case, I'm trying to be a devotee. We, can't, we say, I, I've been a devotee longer than you. Well, that's very nice of you to consider me a devotee. I'm, if we think, I am a devotee, then we're not a devotee. One has to be a follower. Advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the follower. What is our attitude? Attitude means what is our outlook? What do we want? What are we aiming for? Every jiva by nature is ichamai. Everyone has desires. So, Krishna consciousness means purification of desire. Shuddha habema. What does that mean? Bishoy charya kabe shuddha habema. Giving up. When will we give up material desire and our mind will be purified? What does that mean? That we won't have any desire? But rather it means that purification of desire means the desire to please. Krishna through the parampara system. This is purification of desire. 
Prabhupada so many times gave the example. Instead of thinking how I shall dress myself nicely, see how Krishna is dressed nicely. Instead of thinking how I shall eat nice food, see how Krishna is eating nice food. Prabhupada, when he used to come to different centers, and he had his own regular diet, which was required for his health. Of course, his body is completely transcendental, but pure devotees, they, in many ways, they appear to be acting within this material world. So Prabhupada, he would also take a little sample of the Mahaprasad, how Krishna is being fed. He would say, is it up to the proper standard or not? He would chastise. It's not up to the proper standard. You have to feed Krishna properly. Don't take deities as some dolls. So, When you feel like it, you worship them. When you feel like it, you feed them. They're an offering machine. Stick a plate in front of them. Gabble a few words. And then, now it's prasada. Of course, even that's better than not offering. But what should be our attitude? That we can imbibe from the books... Prabhupada has given us the uh, the songs of Srila Bhakti Nautaka, especially Sharanagati. What should be our attitude? That we want to be fully surrendered to Krishna. If we're actually a follower of the six Goswamis, then we have to follow the path of Sharanagati. This uh, Sanatana Goswami has quoted in Hari Bhakti Vilas. What does it mean to surrender to Krishna? This word is Sharanagati, how we should surrender. You were asking today about relationships among devotees. I was just thinking, nowadays we hear a lot about relationships, but previously we used to hear the word surrender a lot. Now it's relationships. So relationship is okay, but first surrender. What is the basis of the relationship? The relationship, just being nice to each other, well, karmis are trying for that too. How to be nice to each other. But simply being nice to each other does not in and of itself constitute Vaishnavism. Just like being a vegetarian doesn't constitute Vaishnavism. A Vaishnav cannot be a meat eater except in some unusual case, or uh, some specific cases. Garuda, Jatayu. The general prescription is there. Patrang pushpang palangto yam yome bhaktya prayachati. Tadaham bhakti upaharitam ashnami prayatamaraha. Krishna is a vegetarian. And devotees only eat, they only honor that which is offered to him. So they become automatically super vegetarian, more than vegetarians. Not, not vegetarian, not shakahari. But Krishna Prasad Shevankari, servants of Krishna Prasad. We don't say we're going to eat Prasad. Eat means to enjoy. But we shall serve. So, mm, Sharanagati, surrender, that is the basis. 
And just like a devotee is automatically, by being a devotee, then he's a vegetarian. So by being a devotee, automatically good relationships are there because a devotee is Advaishta Sarva Bhutanam Maitra Karna Evacha Nirmamo Nirahankara Samadukha Sukha Shami A devotee naturally by being a devotee is not envious of anyone is a well-wisher to all is merciful to all is not egoistic I, me and mine and is tolerant in various situations so the endeavor should be how to surrender to Krishna and if we are weak in some area just like devotees may be weak in uh, relating that can be seen to also but the emphasis has to be on how to surrender because even if we're all very nice to each other but we're not Krishna conscious then actually there's no question of being nice it's just all superficial like in kami life they try to be nice with each other it, but that's all for for business they, they're trained the in the in the sales staff they're, they're trained or in some company they're trained how to be nice to each other how to deal nicely. Why? Because it's considered to be good for business. Dale Carnegie understood this principle. How to win friends and exploit people by pretending to be nice to them. Well, actually, you just want to exploit them. And then that's been developed into a great art now and they have management seminars and all kinds of things and the seven habits of highly effective people and Stephen Covey has been highly effective in amassing millions of dollars. So it's not that his main, th- you know, it's not that he's just interested in being nice to each win-win. They talk about win-win, but actually in the material world, everything is lose-lose anyway. You win whatever you can, but anyway you're going to die. So whatever you get, you lose it all. So he's in Maya, like everyone else in this world, except those who are followers of Rupa Goswami. So better to follow Rupa Goswami and the Acharyas and attempt to be a pure devotee of Krishna because even if you're a millionaire and nowadays to be a millionaire is nothing. I mean, it seems like, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10% of the population of America is a millionaire. I mean, the, the, this land... Anyone who owns a house practically is a millionaire, isn't it? I mean, the houses, they, they, they start at, what, half a million dollars or something in a, in a semi-decent area. Isn't it? It seems like that. Maybe in... A quarter million. Yeah. So, a to be a millionaire, it's like... It, they used to say Lakpati in India, but you know, even the even the Baba is a Lakpati. A lakh is nothing. The beggars, you know, the, they, go, they go home to the... watch the... You know, widescreen color TV and VCR and the beggars on the street. So they want they'll you give them one rupee they'll throw it away. They're not starving. Is that the same in America? If you give a dime or something, the beggars don't take it. Yeah, they'll let. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how do we get over here? Went off on a tangent here. How do we end up with the beggars in America? Sharanagati. Yeah, let's get over to that. So the emphasis has to be on how to surrender to Krishna. And then, yes, yasti bhakti bhagavatya kinjana. Sarvair gunais tatra samasate suraha. Harava bhaktasya katomahanguna manoratena satitavato bahihi. One who is a devotee has all good qualities. One who is not a devotee may appear to have good qualities, but they're not actually. The being nice in the this material world means how, or, or like they want peace, how we shall have peace. But they're talking about pe- peace. We should have peace. Why? So we can all live together and nicely enjoy sense gratification together. So. Stop the war in Iraq. Why should our young men be exposed to the bombing? Why should we be killing? Let them come back to America and go on eating hamburgers. Here. Real American hamburgers. They're killing. Either they're killing or being killed in Iraq. Or they'll come back here and they'll kill. Terrorism. Stop terrorism. That's a great idea. America should stop the war on terrorism, close down all the slaughterhouses, which includes the schools, according to Srila Prabhupada. This is, this is murder. A child has come in this world, and instead of teaching them how to become Krishna conscious, you teach them how to become a good American citizen. A good American citizen means uh, one who is uh, in a manner considered respectable by human society, progressing towards hell. Because that's, everyone's engaged in sinful activities. You are a product of matter. Your grandfather was a monkey. This world has come, there was a big explosion and then the world came into being. This is rascaldom. They call it science. They're cheating the children by teaching them asatyare satta karimani, that which is not true. They're teaching that which is not true and presenting it as a fact and teaching the whole thrust is how you can make money be happy but no one's happy so it's all cheating but this is considered very respectable very proper so devotees are not followers of foolish persons who do not know what is the goal of life devotees are followers of Rupa Goswami Prabhupada of Vyasadeva, of Krishna. Now this may seem like extremism, fanaticism. This is a word they they like to use. Fanaticism, fundamentalism. If if you're not uh, dedicated to sense enjoyment, 
if you don't agree that everyone should be allowed to do whatever they like within some limits but the the limits means that you should we should be very tolerant and everything is okay everything is nice so if you don't believe that everyone should have the right to indulge in sinful activities then you're a fanatic or if you think there's this that you know the truth and others don't then you're a dangerous fanatic so we should be open-minded and accept all opinions and just like they say well pornography that should also be allowed because it's self-expression but it's sinful there's some standard there's a standard in human society the standard is that which is given by God in Shastra it's not that everything's all the same if you want you can run naked in the, oh, I think running going naked in the street is not allowed in Germany it's in the summer it's a common thing that people just they don't walk in the street naked but in the parks it's just a normal thing people just go naked so I'm told it's a normal thing all over Germany and there are, I, I don't know in America but in uh, in Europe in many countries there, there are beaches where people just walk around naked so they think well you know if no one objects what's the harm it's as long as no one objects and it doesn't do any harm to anyone then you can do it a man can marry his own son so you know, if, if the man wants to do it and the boy wants to do it then why not it's going on in Sweden but then what are the laws of nature what are the laws of God they don't consider they think. so there are laws of God and if if one follows them then he becomes a perfect person. If you don't follow them, then you become sinful. But in the modern age, they don't need this word sin. They don't even like that. It's, that's an outdated word. Now we understand that everything is good. Everything is okay. Everything is nice. This is a very dangerous way of thinking because it's not true. There are laws of the universe. For every action, there is a reaction. It happens on the cosmic level also. So one should know what are the laws of God and how to follow them. They are given in Shastra, given by the Acharyas, and become a follower. Once I saw in one devotee's bookshelf a book by Stephen Covey, so I I opened that. That was at the height of Kaviitis in Iskola. It's gone down a bit. We go through different passions. So uh, I looked in his book and he had a list of the qualities of a perfect person according to S. Kavi. Of course, we have in Bhagavad Gita Abhayam Sattva Sangshadhi, Jnana Yoga Vyavastiti. But Stephen Kavi had given his list, and one of the things is he does not become a disciple of anyone. They're all becoming his disciple by reading his book. <laughs> no, he should become a disciple. Ashraya loya bhaje krishna tare nahi 
if we become a follower of a Vaishnav, then Krishna will never reject us. Arshab mare akarane. Everyone else, without becoming a disciple of the proper Acharya, then we simply spoil our lives. We are, we are. Lochan bale she elo argelo. What what is the story of our life? Biography. We are born and we die. There's nothing more to say. There are more than there's some website with twenty thousand biographies on it. But according to Lochan Das, you can you can put them all in two words: elo gelo. They came, they went. There's nothing more to be said. Said Napoleon marched over the Alps. Cassius Clay punched a bunch of people. Nothing more to be said. They came and went. Nothing to say. Nothing useful in their life. Just wasted life. So to become a follower, not to be on top of the world, but to be in the dust of the lotus feet of the followers of Rupa Goswami. That is the ambition of a devotee. But what does what Prabhupada say about becoming a follower? He should become a perfect Goswami. Huh? Prabhupada has written before that, in all spiritual affairs, one's first duty is to control his mind and senses. Prabhupada says these are the first instructions for neophyte devotees. So you may think, oh, 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 I don't need to read that. I've been initiated for 25 years. I don't need to follow that. I know all that. But really? Now I shall read Lalita Madhav, Dana Kelly Komodi. It's good to go back and see. We've come to this Vacho Vegam, Manasa Kroda Vegam, Jiva Vegam, Udara Upasta Vegam. Have we controlled the mind, the senses, the tongue, the belly, the genitals? That we have to see. So the attempt must be there. At least the attempt must be. If we're trying, then certainly Krishna will help him. As Krishna himself states in Bhagavad Gita, Teshaam satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayanti te. For one, Krishna says, who's seriously endeavoring to serve me, serving with a loving attitude. I give the intelligence by which he can come to me. So one should endeavor. We find that Sharanagati, Bhaktivinoda has given us this series of kirtans which uh, put us on the path of Sharanagati, surrender. It's intense. Bhakti means Tivrena Bhakti Yoga. Tivrena Bhakti Yoga. Ena Yajita. Purusham Param. Krishna conscious means to practice very seriously. As Prabhupada writes here, one should follow these instructions very strictly. Now sometimes we hear devotees or at least people who occasionally put tilak on and who might at some point in time have gone through an initiation ceremony who say that no, no, you don't don't follow strictly you don't have to follow strictly it's all, it doesn't matter, it's all the same you don't have to you don't 
don't have to change 16 rounds and you don't have to follow all the regulated principles and you don't have to wear a Vaishnav dress and they start off by saying you don't have to wear and then, then they, after some time they're saying don't wear you must not wear why are you wearing but Prabhupada writes here one should follow these instructions very strictly definitely there's a difference if you follow four regulated principles and you don't follow there's a difference if you follow four regulated principles then you can then we can start to hope to be a devotee if we don't follow after initiation then according to Srila Prabhupada we're just animals that's what Srila Prabhupada said when he was asked that about well devotees not chanting 16 rounds and Prabhupada said then they're animals they're not human beings he said because they promised at initiation and those who he said a human being can promise but an animal cannot so if you promise to follow but you don't follow then you're not a devotee you're not even a human being that was Prabhupada's reply of course he encouraged struggling devotees he didn't reject but he didn't compromise and say that well following half following quarter following not following it's all the same and he certainly didn't say that well it's all right you can follow or not follow and so then why did Prabhupada come why does why did Vyasadeva write all these books to give us instruction if it's all it doesn't matter whether you follow or not it's all the same then uh, if you say well it doesn't matter whether you chant 16 rounds doesn't matter whether you follow Ekadashi doesn't matter whether you you don't have to eat prasadam sometimes you can if you like if it tastes better you don't have to go to the temple you don't have to rise early in the morning then where, you know, what's the bhakti? I mean what's left? You, you can watch TV there's nothing wrong with watching TV and you should be normal like a then where, what is the what is the bhakti? is it just is bhakti just some vague idea that well, I'm a devotee how are you a devotee? because I said and that's all <laughs> I'm a devotee I'm a better devotee than you it's just like they have this Christian idea that all you have to do is say I believe in Jesus and you are saved so I believe in Prabhupada I don't follow anything he's, he said Prabhupada he, he's, once he was quizzing his disciples that what's what's wrong with the with the Christians I mean where, where's the defect there and eventually he was cutting down the devotees' arguments. But when he said, well, they don't follow what Jesus said, and Prabhupada said, yes, that is the point. And they're not Christians. If you don't follow what Jesus says, how can you call yourself a Christian? So people may say that, well, we're following Prabhupada, we're devotees, but if we don't follow, as Prabhupada is writing here, then you're not. we're not actually devotees. We could say maybe neophyte devotee, so how can you say I'm a neophyte? I've been initiated for 15 years, but it, you can be. It's not a matter of being initiated for 15 years or 150 years. One has to follow. If one doesn't follow, then what are we doing here anyway? What did we come here for? Is it the Hari Krishna Club? It's our hobby. It's a 
you know, we like it here. You know, sometimes I like to come. Oh, it's nice singing and uh, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. There's a football game on. All right, I'll go next week to the temple. It's like, you know, if I feel like it, I'll go. If I don't feel it, no. Sadhana means we have to follow. Sadhana, when we become a disciple, we have the duty. We we voluntarily accept the duty to follow. To follow all these principles. No one's forcing. We don't we don't come and say. Now you must be initiated, you must follow all these things. But one who is intelligent will adopt this. And those who are not intelligent, they will uh, not remain on the path of Krishna consciousness. Ashwadhana purusha dharmasyasya parantapa aprapya maundivartante mrityu sangsara vardmani. Where's the Bhagavad Gita? Can you bring this? Those who are not faithful on the path of devotional service cannot attain me. They return to repeated birth and death in this material world. So in the purport, Srila Prabhupada writes, in the the development of faith is the process of Krishna consciousness. There are three divisions of Krishna conscious men. In the third class are them who have no faith. Even if they are officially engaged in devotional service, they cannot achieve the highest devotional stage, the highest perfectional stage. Most probably they will slip after some time. They may become engaged, but because they haven't complete conviction and faith it is very difficult for them to continue in Krishna consciousness we have practical experience in discharging our missionary activity that some people come and apply themselves to Krishna consciousness with some hidden motive and as soon as they are economically a little well situated they give up this process and take to their old ways again it is only by faith that one could advance one can advance in Krishna consciousness. So here Prabhupada is saying that advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the follower. And here in Bhagavad Gita purport, Prabhupada writes that it is only by faith that one can advance in Krishna consciousness. So attitude is synonymous, it's intimately linked with faith. If we have the faith that Shraddha Shabdhe Vishas Kari if we have faith that Krishna consciousness is the very meaning of life, that all perfection is achieved by that, then we won't divert to anything else. But if we have other ideas, where we just like you said, we may take to Krishna consciousness to escape from material miseries. So, is that good? Yes, it's good. It's good. An intelligent person should desire to escape from material miseries. And if people will accuse, oh, you're an escapist. Well, that's a good idea. Why do you want to remain in a material world that's full of birth and death? An intelligent person should want to escape. It's just like being in a prison. If you're in a prison and then you start acting well and you cooperate with the authorities, then the other prisoner will say, hey, well, 
What are you doing? What's wrong with you? You're just you're licking the boots of the prison authorities. You just so that you can get out. Sure. If you behave well, you get uh, early discharge. Good idea, isn't it? What do you want to remain in the prison for? But the other inmates will say, "Hey, you're just a what's that word? A sycophant?" Or I'm sure they have a you know, something beginning with a liquor or something like that. But uh, but that's intelligent. So yes, take to Krishna consciousness to escape from this material world. It's a very good idea. Why should we desire to remain? But of course, we should develop from that stage also. It shouldn't remain our only motive. That Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Chatur Vidha Bhajante Ma. Can you say? Very good. Thank you very much. Translation? Four classes? Uh huh. All right. Right, good. Thank you very much. So those who are distressed, they may take to Krishna consciousness. Krishna, please save me from this distress. So that's good. Instead of taking overdose of sleeping pills or becoming an alcoholic or getting a gun and shooting a bunch of people, better take shelter of Krishna. People respond to distress in different ways. Some people go to a psychiatrist. A lot of people go to psychiatrists who themselves are, you know, they have a high rate of suicide themselves. So they don't, they can't help you, actually. They don't. And they, they can't, actually they can't help because they don't know what it means to be content. It's useless going to a psychiatrist. They can, they can try to adjust you to, not, so you can live peacefully in the in the day-to-day world but the day because the day-to-day world is in, it's not possible to live peacefully in it that's why we're all screwed up in the first place so the attempt to live peacefully in it that's also crazy you can go crazy from living in this world but if you try to live in it in a in harmony that's also crazy either way either you're crazy crazy or you're normal crazy it's all crazy <laughs> to be so-called normal is also crazy if you're normal, good citizen, yes sir, no sir, fill up the petrol, put in your credit card, pay your bill, pay your income tax, Uncle Sam Kijai, and fly the American flag, and vote Republican, and wait a minute, vote Democratic's also American, all right. So then that's normal, but that's crazy, because you just, you're spoiling your human life. You have to take birth again and again. So that's crazy also. Not to find out what is the actual purpose of life. That is crazy. To be satisfied in with eating, sleeping, mating and defending, watching the TV and you know, having a pet, dog, cat, ferret, whatever it may be. That's nonsense. It's, it's a waste of the human form of life. So... One should be intelligent enough to think that there's got to be something better. 
Is this all there is to life? Live, work, have a house, have children, die. Good American citizen number, stick him in the ground and fertilize the American soil. Go on serving the nation. So, what is the use? An intelligent person should see that this world is material and desire to for something more. So that's a, it's a good beginning. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "Na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadish kamaye mama janmani janmani shwari bhavatad bhakti rahitu ki twai." That we shouldn't. Apart from not desiring wealth, followers, beautiful women and whatever else in the world, we should not even desire liberation. So we should desire only loving service to Krishna without any personal desire. But that's to desire from escape from this material world is not a bad is not bad in itself. And the people who, who say, Well you're just trying to escape their protest is a is a is an, uh, there is an announcement of their foolishness, and that everyone pr- announces like that. If you have, if you have one fool, or if you have a hundred fools, or if you have a thousand or a million fools, a fool is still a fool. If you have ten million people who all insist that one plus one equals five, it doesn't make. It still doesn't make sense. So if you have all the people in the world saying, "Don't escape. Be realistic. Work hard. Make lots of money." and be a good American citizen and that's the goal of life support your football team and be religious but not too much God bless America so if you have a million or what's the population of America 230 why only America it's not only Americans are in Maya everyone's in Maya so just by votes that doesn't uh, because everyone's crazy doesn't mean that to be crazy is a desirable position so first of all one should be intelligent enough to see that this world is bizarre we don't belong here so to want to escape is intelligent but that is only the beginning then we have to see what is why are we here in the first place? Why, why, why are we in this horrible situation? Why is the prisoner in the prison? How did he get there? We have to see. He can be let out when he's rectified. They're put in prison for one year, five years, ten years, twenty years. And usually they come out and then they do another crime and they go right back in again. There's no rectification. It's just it's a punishment and it's keeping them away from the or the the ones who haven't been caught or it's keeping them away from the good citizens but actually there should be rectification so why are we in this material world krishna bhuli seji vanadi bahimo krishna bahimo koya bhogavan chakara because of turning away from krishna because of deliberate choice not to serve krishna it is our fault we are meant for loving Krishna. So we have to develop love for Krishna. Of course, 
developing Krishna, love for Krishna, it's one cannot do so as a duty. It's my duty to love Krishna. Love goes beyond duty. But the beginning is to follow the rules and regulations of spiritual life. That will help us in Krishna consciousness. The rules and regulations in and of themselves do not constitute Krishna consciousness, but they help us to develop Krishna consciousness. And if we don't follow, then where is our love for Krishna? If there, at least there has to be the desire to love Krishna. And if we have the desire, then we'll follow the process given by the Acharyas, which is meant to help us. There is a difference. It's not the same. Eating that prasadam of Krishna and eating that which is cooked by non-devotees, there's a difference. It's not all the same. One helps us to develop bhakti. It's an act of bhakti. And the other is an it's an act of defiance. That I don't need your prasad. I don't need your mercy. I'm independent. I can do what I like. It's all the same. It's it's an offense to the to the Shastra, to Vyasadeva, to the Acharyas, to say that it doesn't matter, it's all the same. You can do what you like. It's defiance of them. It not only will it not help us advance in Krishna consciousness, but it by such an attitude, even though we may purport or, or declare ourselves to be devotees, we cannot actually be devotees unless we follow the path given by the Acharyas. So you gave me a little inspiration to speak about this by telling me that you're a little confused by devotees saying that it doesn't matter, you don't have to follow all these things. Prabhupada said at that time, but now it's a different time and place. You should know if anyone says this, it's simply rascal them, that's all. They may be so-called devotee, but if they say you don't have to take prasadam, or Prabhupada said that, but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything anymore. What is this? You don't have to wear devotee clothes. Well, that's true. You don't have to. There may, and in certain circumstances, it may be better for Krishna consciousness not to. Prabhupada sent his his scientists, disciples. He told them, "You dress in suit and tie like a gentleman and preach like that." But generally, there, there may be circumstances where it's a social necessity, or it may be better for preaching to dress in what is regular civilian dress or whatever that may be because people dress in all kinds of ways nowadays but the general just like in the temple we should dress as Krishna wants us to dress it's Bhaktino Thakur I was saying this Sharanagati has given us all in his songs this mood of intense surrender. And he teaches us how to do that. One of his teachings, when he's discussing what is favorable for devotional service, he states, Gora Bhakta Priya Dhamana Tilak Tulasi Mala Shobhamana that I will dress, I will wear the dress which is dear to the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And I shall be beautified by Tilak and Tulsi Mala. So, this is what our Acharyas have given us. It's not that that it's all the same. 
the dress which is dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that is described in his Grihastha Lila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would specifically say Trikacha. He was wearing the, the dhoti. So it's not all the same. Now it came in the newspaper, the Banga Bihari temple in Vrindavan. The priests dressed Banga Bihari in jeans and a t-shirt. So there's a protest. So that's very bad, isn't it? Then why do you want to dress in jeans and a t-shirt? <laughs> why, why are we attached to that? Why should we be attached to that? We should be attached to that which is very dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu likes it. That's why he, dressed. he could also dress in jeans and a t-shirt, but he didn't. He dressed in the dress of the spiritual world. So there is a difference. It's not all the same. We should think when, when, we, when we're coming to the temple, of course there may be some circumstance, but generally it's very nice to change into devotional clothes. It makes a difference, doesn't it? If you're dressed in the clothes of a devotee, it helps you to feel like that. And if we dress in the clothes of a non-devotee, it, it tends to make us feel like that also. So all these rules and regulations are given to help us become Krishna conscious. And you can be Krishna conscious in a suit and tie. Prabhupada said that. He didn't say you can be Krishna conscious in jeans. He never said that. He said suit and tie. That was Prabhupada's standard for kami clothes. If you're going to wear it at all, dress like a gentleman, Prabhupada said. But it makes a difference. I mean, Prabhupada was... Uh, he chastised his disciples for for having long hair, mustache, all this kind of thing. So it's clear what what Prabhupada wanted. For Grihastas who are working in secular jobs, he also approved they can have like this some some hair, Grihastan a little bit short, so that's also all right. Although in the modern age there are so many people in the West, it's quite socially acceptable to have shaved head also. But the point is that certainly it's true we may make adjustments for living in a world which is not very uh, much used to or compatible with the practice of Krishna consciousness. Some adjustments may be made. But our attitude should be to follow, as Prabhupada says here, as strictly as possible, then it will be easier to make one's life successful. But if we think that, well, actually, it's all the same, it doesn't make any difference, then it's compromised. And we want to be Krishna conscious, we have to, it's a big effort. And even in that culture which Bhaktivinoda Thakur was, was living in, although it was already becoming compromised by Western ways at that time, but even in that culture, one had to make an effort to be always effort is required it's not that one can become krishna conscious just by by sometimes vaguely half thinking about it it requires much effort to do so and in the modern age in many ways it may be more difficult although chaitanya mahaprabhu has given the process of chanting the holy names of krishna to become krishna conscious but we have to we have to make that effort. If we're going to be Krishna conscious, it's not going to happen just by 
chance. That's Darwin's theory. Things things happen by chance, but it's no. You have to make an endeavor. It's it's not going to just come about by sometimes doing a little kirtan and sometimes following something a little bit. But it, surrender means ma me kam sharnam raja tivrena bhakti yogena. These words are given in shastra. It's also said that well if you can't perform fully then you can perform a little perform a little less at least do something but we should know that that at least doing something and fully surrendering to krishna are not on the same level it's not the same we have in this story in the bhagavatam we we have the narrations of prahlad maharaj ambarish maharaj dhruv maharaj great devotee we don't have the narrations of someone who you know they just wow Maybe I'll do a little bhakti sometimes. And we don't have narration. We have narrations of great devotees who by their full surrender and determination became Krishna conscious. That is our ideal to follow. Now we may, undoubtedly we are weak and it may not be, uh, it may seem it's, it's, it's a difficult task to follow them, but we should have the faith that Krishna will help if we're sincere to follow. But we have to try, at least we have to try to follow if we make some philosophy that you don't have to follow or following and not following it's all the same then uh, we're cheating ourselves and we're not faithful to the acharyas we're not followers what does it mean to follow that we should consider so that's a bit of a long answer to the question you gave me you put to me this afternoon Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Yeah, please. Maharaj, um, in regards to Vachyavigo, this verse and controlling the senses, there are some who advocate that if one simply hears more intimate literatures of Radha Krishna or things given by the Goswami, one will very naturally control the senses. Some people. One should hear intimate dealings of Radha and Krishna and then naturally sense control will follow afterwards. Ha, ha, ha. Well, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Thakur addressed this in his Prakrita Rasha Shatha Dushani as being one of the symptoms of the Prakrita Sahajiyas that Roti Age Shodha Pache Rupa Nuga Balena He gave a whole series of verses like this that we'll be at the higher stage first and the lower stage afterwards. Those who are followers of Rupa Goswami don't say that. Because Rupa Goswami said, Ado Shadha Tata Sadhu Sangha Ataha Bhajana Kriya Tato Narta Nivriti Syat Tato Ruchis Anarta Nivriti Then Ruchis Tata Ah, Tato Nishta I'm mixed up today. Wait a minute, what's going on here? Tato Narta Nivriti Syo this is the gradual crumb. This is the order in which it happens. First there is faith. Then there is association with devotees. Then there is 
Bhajana Kriya means following the process of devotional service. Then there is purification of heart. Then there is steadiness. I mean, these are all translations. Nishta. Then there is taste. Ruchi, Rati. So those who say we'll have Rati first and then Shraddha and everything else after that, it's back to front. Rather, we cannot understand the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna unless we are purified by following the preliminary processes of Krishna consciousness. Bishaya chariya kabe shuddha habe man tabe hamaherabo shri vrindava. Not that, hamaherabo vrindava tar ante indriyadaman habe. It's not like that. It's not back to front that we will we'll experience Vrindavan and then we'll think about controlling the senses later. It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, this is Bhaktisiddhanta Viruddha. This is against the proper understanding of Krishna consciousness. So it's another kind of rascaldom that we shall enjoy the, the pastimes of Radha and Krishna and enjoy sense enjoyment at the same time. I'll go on enjoying I'll go on enjoying sense enjoyment and I shall hear about Krishna Lila. Then that's another kind of sense enjoyment for us. It's cheating. What can we say? It's simply cheating. So very helpful to this this preface to the nectar of instruction and how Prabhupada explains. First one must control his speaking power. If we do not speak about Krishna consciousness, we speak all sorts of nonsense. So many important instructions. We should read these books of Srila Prabhupada. You can distribute this. You like to distribute books? Very good book to distribute. Nectar of instruction. Anything else? Any other question? Yeah. One thing you could institute, it was the standard in ISKCON, is that uh, pujaris, they don't wear sewn cloth on the altar. It's still standard in most of Iskon, but somehow rather, it's all the same. It doesn't matter whether you follow or not. So that's what they say, but that's always been the standard. Brahminically initiated devotees who are following all the practices go on the altar with unsewn cloth. That's the standard. But nowadays it doesn't matter. It's all the same. This is Mayavad actually. So why don't you get back to that standard? It's a suggestion. I can't force it. Marj, could you comment upon the role of deity worship in devotees in general, especially neophyte devotees? Deity worship is not meant for neophyte devotees. Yes, in one sense. But it's at least one should be on the level of a brahmana. That means he should be following strictly, practicing properly. Brahmana means he should have some idea what he's doing also. Otherwise, it's t- t- brahmana means he should have knowledge of shastra, and he should be following very clean all these different things, following all the regulated principles. So the, the level of a brahmana is the big is may still be neophyte, but at least there should be some basic understanding. 
Otherwise, I see so many things. It's you know, it's there's a lot of playing with dolls going on in the name of deity worship, but it's actually a very serious thing. There are so many rules to follow. So it's important and it's very helpful for advancement if we actually... The, the point... One... Jiva Goswami writes, or, or Prabhupada has paraphrased Jiva Goswami saying that the deity worship is necessary to help to regulate the devotee. But then if we don't follow any rules, then where's the regulation? How does it help to purify us? We should be very, uh, if deities in our homes, then we should be very thoughtful and look after them very nicely. I was suggesting you could, instead of having them in the passageway, I mean, everyone's going in and out, put them in a place where people come for worship. Not that you're just, everyone's talking and neglecting them. It's very serious, deity worship. Should be taken seriously. Yeah, everyone in this part of the world, people are very complex. Everyone has all these psychological complexes. <laughs> simple if a devotee can be simple it's a good quality for a devotee people are very complex in the western world they you know they think i have to work it all out with my own intelligence it's, all these psychological complexes that people have is because they have this puffed up idea that they are understanding everything by themselves instead of taking shelter of guru they think, well, I have to, I have to understand everything myself. People say, I believe, in my opinion, I think. Instead of accepting what Shastra says, so we get all. It's due to this puffed-up attitude of thinking my own intelligence to be so important, and we, therefore, we get so many psychological problems. We're always trying to work everything out and understand it in our own way, but. If we simply follow the Acharyas, we don't have all these problems. Everything becomes very simple. But as long as we're trying to work everything out with our own intelligence, then we go crazy. <laughs> so whatever your psychological complex may be, it instead of try then you go to the psychiatrist and they try and work it all out. And try and it's like, you know, you have a big tangle knot and they're trying to pull one here, another one there and put it all in place. It doesn't work. Chidyan, what is that? Chidyante Hridyagrant is Bhidyate Sarva Sangshayaha. By hearing Bhagavatam, we should, it should just hear and let the, cut through all the, the knot on the heart, the knot of attachment. Clear all our doubts by hearing. But hearing means you have to hear and be ready to accept. If we start making... People who study psychology, 
as soon as they meet someone, they start head shrinking them, and they they start to try to. Well, he said that because in his childhood, his father did treated him like this, and so we should be ready to. We can actually hear when we hear like Arjuna. Instead of thinking, I know how to work it out all myself, we think that I need to be guided. Otherwise, we can't actually hear. That if we if we want to interpret it in our own way, that means we're not hearing. We're not a disciple. We, that means we think that the, what I'm hearing, I I know better. It's not hearing at all. This is Vedic psychology. Vedic psychology means you don't need to study for years and years and write dozens, you know, big thick books all full of speculation. You hear, we are servants of Krishna. He is the supreme. We have to serve him. That's all. All problems finished. Easy. <laughs> all problems finished. Yeah. My question is. How do we know if we are prematurely giving up things out of just because, or we are ready to give up things, or because my question what, is, what do you propose to give up? So my, let's say we say, okay, I'm only going to eat prasad, and so then it's going to. Well, what you're going to be a devotee? You have to decide. You want to be a devotee or not? You want to be a devotee? Then you have to take prasad. Devotees don't eat anything. They don't honor anything except Krishna prasad. So you have to decide if you want to be a devotee or try to be a devotee. That's all. Devotees don't take anything else. Is it? Devotees go to the ice cream parlor? Do they? I, I don't know. I didn't hear. I don't find in the nectar of devotion one should go to the ice cream parlor. I don't see any such thing. I see that one should take only that which is offered to the deity. That's what Rupa Goswami has written. So if you want to follow, you follow. If you don't, then that's up to you. But you'll get one result from following and another result from not following. It's not all the same. You're looking confused. Why confusion? Can we make ice cream and offer it to deities and eat? Sure. Better. Bring invite all your friends too if they like that. Better to share. You heard this word sharing. We should share. That's Vaishnav culture. Tadati Pratigrihnati. Bhungte Bhujayate. This is sharing. So you're doing that, is it? You kindly invited me in your home and gave prasad to other devotees and your wife is looking very tired from doing so much service. That's nice. It's it's glorious to be tired from serving the devotees rather than 
being very comfortable and just organizing everything for my own comfort. So, it's very nice to see you looking so tired because I know it's from serving the devotees. So that's your glory. It's difficult, no doubt, but if, by accepting that difficulty we get the mercy of Krishna. Prahlad Maharaj didn't become a great devotee by you saying, well, you know, Hirani Kashipu is not so bad after all. He became glorious by sticking to his principle that I have to serve Krishna. Bali Maharaj became glorious by sticking to the principle I have to I have to do everything for Krishna even if all my friends, relatives, everyone is against me. So that is the ideal to follow. And as much as we follow, we'll be benefited. That's meant for someone else, not for me. I don't know, it sounds too complicated for me. I'm not a very good psychologist. Just chant Hare Krishna and be happy. Read Prabhupada's books. Again, don't try, you know, you're trying to work it all out and Just chant Hare Krishna and be happy. Don't. The best way to solve all the mental problems is just to forget them all. <laughs> we just have to serve Krishna, that's all. Sorry. I didn't go for a psychology degree, so... Just accept everything favorable for serving Krishna and reject everything else. That's the best psychology. If you see some, you're not thinking in the right way, then don't, just stop thinking. Anything else? Yeah, let's have Kirtan. Let's glorify Krishna through the process of kirtan. We have the songbooks. Where are those? Yeah. Okay. Is prasadam for everyone? Yes, sir. Okay. Don't go, please. Is sweet in the prasadam? Okay. There's a saying: Madhurena samapayet. Everything should finish with a sweet. Everything should finish sweetly. So, we should have prasadam at the end. It's one way of making sure everyone stays for the program, too. Have nice prasadam distribution at the end. And everyone stays.